The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, good afternoon, everyone on the East Coast, and good morning, everyone on the West Coast. Welcome to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. This is the program that shows you how to turn your obstacles into opportunities, your problems into solutions, how to get the support you need and really make your dreams come true. I've been really on Voice America almost from the beginning when now Internet Radio just started, and they started with 20 shows. Now they have uh, over 200. And my mission and passion is really to show the positive side of life, which I've been doing for 25 years in the media and the last 12 on radio. And I have a guest today who really exemplifies that. My guest is Tina Naughton Powers. She has some of the most valuable wellness advice, and she is a former CBS news anchor who is a medium intuitive. She grew weary of reporting negative stories, and I agree to that on the nightly news and made a conscious decision to start creating good news in the world. And Tina has a book called The Land of Imagination, which is her first children's book. And she also uh, works with clients and gives them readings, and she's booked three to four months in advance. So she really does help people solve their issues and make the world a better place. Welcome, Tina. Thanks so much for having me, Patricia. Oh, well, great. It's good to have you on. Mm. Tell us about this wonderful book you're writing for children. Yeah, um, I have a book called The Land of Imagination, and what it's about is this creative kingdom where everybody's living and they love what they're doing, what they're creating. And then this nasty wizard comes in and puts a magic changing potion in the queen's tea, and she starts talking about what she can't do, won't do, shouldn't do, like putting N apostrophe T at the end of sentences. You know how we're taught as kids like to use contractions? Yeah. Well, a lot of times I think that they're limited thought forms. Um, and we use them far often, and I realized when a teacher asked me to write a paragraph without using a contraction, I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is really embedded here. So the whole story is about a little girl who wants to change the kingdom back to can, will, and do and have everybody fulfilling their dreams because when one person does it, it, it inspires other people to follow their path, too, instead of the other way around. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So you're really bringing this message to children so we can start young. Yeah, because, you know, I ended up in my 30s going, well, you know, nothing's safe. So why am I sitting around waiting for this safe job? You know, um, you know, certainly doing television news, there, there were some really great moments. But the majority of it, if you look at it, you count, you know, we can almost play a game with it, count the first nine stories, and they're all, they're bad. You know, they're negative. You know, there's a saying in the media, if it doesn't bleed, it doesn't lead. Absolutely. I always say, if it doesn't feed, it shouldn't lead. <laughs> oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. And so then you have a whole society that's hypnotized of everything that's wrong. I mean, 
most certainly I think there are things in the world that we need to know about, but on a consistent basis, it's almost like hypnosis of leaving us powerless to do things because it's like, what to use, you know? Well, and for me, when I started this, I started always as an independent media producer, whether it was television or radio, so mm-hmm. I was always convincing stations and networks to go with positive living. So I was really sort of, you know, counterculture a little bit ahead of my time. Yeah, you were and very now, progressive. everybody wants to hear this. Now, many years later, everybody wants to hear it. Yeah, but you were one of the ones that paved the way of, hey, look at, there's a different way to do things. There's, you know, what you think about is what you create in your life. So if you keep feeding it with negative thoughts and negative things, you know, unknowingly even sometimes we start, you know, we get in that kind of negative groove where we're seeing everything, you know, half empty instead of, uh, you know, half full. Absolutely. How did you transfer or move over, or not move over, but in a way... Make the change? Yeah, to not just that media, but also to being an intuitive. How did you find your voice there? You know, when I was very young, I remember, you know, having experiences where I could, and um, I know this probably doesn't sound strange to you, but I, I could feel people in the room that I couldn't see. And so I always could sort of feel other things going on behind the scenes of, of what people were saying, um, energies that were in a room. Um, in fact, I used to talk to my parents about it. And, and growing up, you know, I was always accused of being extra, oh, you're too sensitive, you know, which is both, both a gift, I think, and then also you can feel, you know, certain pain or, or other people's pain when your ultra, when your antenna is just very sensitive. So, you know, fast-forwarding and ending up in the news um, and, a, and in a lot of horrific events, you know, obviously I covered. And, um, you know, at one point I was at a drive-by uh, shooting where a 13-year-old boy had been shot and killed, and uh, I just had this internal clicking that went off, and it said, what are you doing to help this situation? You're just recording it. And we had been there before. The news crew was there before the parents were there. And um, it all of a sudden, I was just extremely embarrassed. I had that aha moment and um, worked my way to get out of it and, and ended up actually doing a radio show um, for a couple of years and then went on a search. Um, the Artist's Way book was a big turning point for me. I don't know if you've ever heard of that book. Say the name of it again. The name of it's called The Artist's Way, and it's by a woman named Julia Cameron. Yes, I do know it. And, and it, it's, it's recovering your creativity, um, you know, from when you were young and all those things that we built up. So it, it sort of put me back in touch with um, my intuition, with these childhood, um, you know, feelings. And, and from there, you know, if anybody would have told me you'd be doing intuitive work, you know, even 15 years ago, I would have said, no way. <laughs> but I opened up and I wanted to help people. I think that that was the mission statement, the bottom line, to help people you know, be happier, live happier lives. So in turn, I had to find my own way in order to help other people. Absolutely. So when you work with people now, Tina, do you just tune in? How does that work? You know, what I do is is when I sit with a client, um, I usually say a prayer, you know, internally or externally, and it's almost like a radio station. You know how you can be in the middle of static, and then all of a sudden you get in the right frequency, and there, there's all the sound. There's... You're where you're on the East Coast, right? And I'm on the West Coast. It's just amazing, isn't it? <laughs> but it's almost like that intuitively, where I just click in uh, to, uh, let's say, a metaphysical radio station, and I start to hear messages, feel feel images, um, see them in my mind's eye, sometimes externally, and I just start to share what I'm seeing and hearing. And 
you know, I'll never tell somebody what to do, but I'll say, well, listen, this is what, um, you know, I'm getting uh, as, a, as a way to guide you. Yeah. Um, because, you know, everybody has free will. And I think you get in trouble when you say, you should do this. So, so I'm happy to share with them what I'm receiving about life purpose, um, what I'm receiving about sometimes people who have crossed over, you know, can come in um, by name. And it's just very interesting, it, just depending on the person that I sit with. And if, if people uh, today are listening live, they can call in and you might uh, give them some guidance? I would give some guidance, sure. Or um, if you're listening live today on May 11th, a lot of people listen to our podcast, but if you're listening uh-huh. live today on May 11th, which is Monday between 2 and 3 p.m. Eastern and 11 and noon a.m. Pacific, give us a call at 866-472-5787, 866-472-5787. So you, when you tune in to someone, um, you just get an image. Is that how it works? I, well, I get images. I think we, we're all intuitive. We all have gut feelings, you know. <laughs> I don't know. When I do my talks up at Miraval, you know, I, I, I say, well, how many of you, like, walked down the aisle and you knew that it probably wasn't the right person, mm-hmm. but you just kept going? But, well, because obviously maybe you needed that lesson, but you weren't listening internally. Um, but you always know. And uh, so, yes, and then sometimes I hear, which is called clairaudience. That means clear hearing. You know, I think that the biggest metaphysical term that we talk about is clairvoyant. People know that term. And that all that means simply is clear seeing. Uh, clear audience, clear hearing, and clear sentient is, called clear, is clear feeling. And so many of us may even feel in our whole body when something feels right, when something doesn't feel right. And, and that's uh, very powerful, I think, if when your body starts reacting, if you get a, a queasy feeling in the pit of your stomach. I think your body always knows, don't you think? Yeah, uh, and for me, it's instant. If something is really upsetting me or someone just said something to me, mm-hmm. it's really interesting. If someone said something to me that hurt me or I felt stabbed, I will get, like, a sharp pain in my stomach. Absolutely. So you're feeling the energy behind yeah. what what it was. Now, you know, and, and, and it's a really interesting thing learning that, like, what people are sending out, it really isn't about us. It's just something within them that's directed at us. Well, I think that's true. I think it becomes harder when sometimes it's either a spouse or a parent and there's a, and emotions run high, Tina. Right. I agree with you. The hot button or they're hitting your hot button. You know, <laughs> that place where you're very, very vulnerable anyway, and right. they come right in and they pound it. And sometimes that's difficult, I think, for people to deal with. I think so, too. And I think that's when, when we get to that place where we're just ruminating, going over and over, and we're hurting, that's when we need to do something different. You know, and that's when maybe we need to take those five seconds to go, ooh, look at this pattern that I'm engaging in. What do I normally do in this situation? Do I defend myself? Do I scream and yell? Do I not talk and put everything internal? And then do something different. You know, even if it's just to go outside for a quick walk, change your energy. Because once you change, the whole situation changes. But, you know, it can take a long time. And certainly those people close to us, it's the hardest, huh? Sometimes they can be our biggest teachers. Yes. Yeah. And, Ir- uh, irritatingly so. But it can be, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We're going to take a break in about a minute. So if people would like to uh, find you, what do they do? You know what? They can check my website at tpowers.com. Okay. 
And then certainly, you know, the land of imagination that we were talking about earlier is on that uh, website and also on Amazon.com. All right. All right, you folks, uh, we're going to take a break. You can give us a call after the break. Uh, Tina Naughton Powers is also clairvoyant, and she can answer your questions and tell you where you are. If you're listening live on May 11th at 866-472-5787, you're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. Write to me, Patricia Raskin.com. I'd love to put you on my email list. Talk to you soon and see you right after the break right here on Positive <laughs> Living on VoiceAmerica.com. Stay tuned. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips with his weekly guest jim draws from successes with professionals college high school and youth teams coaches and players learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure tension and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with championship thinking every tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time right here on america's voice voice america hey dad what i can't get the ketchup bottle open Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. This is a program that shows you how to turn your obstacles into opportunities, your problems into solutions, and really to help you make your dreams come true. And my guest certainly does that. My guest is Tina Naughton Powers, who has had this gift of inspiring others for as long as her family and friends can remember, with her trademark smile and infectious laugh and ever-present sparkle in her eye, which you can see on her website, folks. The former news anchor and television producer has authored her first children's book called The Land of Imagination, where she talks about how we can say yes and how we can talk about what kids can do rather than what they can't do. And welcome back, Tina. Oh, thanks, Patricia. It's great to be here. Okay. In the work that you do now, uh, when you give your workshops, what topics do you cover? Do you cover intuition? Yes. um, I always say that it's our birthright to be intuitive Mm -hmm. and that, that we grow up sometimes you know, um, thinking that what other people think about us is, you know, is our value. So it's kind of like 
we forget about what do I think. We, we turn it around of what do you think of me. And so I help people to try to turn it back to, you know, how am I feeling? What am I thinking? Not that my value depends on what somebody else thinks of me. And so I help people try to, you know, I think intuition and following and trusting ourselves um, is, you know, it's, it takes, it's try. Well, trusting ourselves actually just takes time, meaning that it's a muscle. The more we use it and the more we learn to trust ourselves, the more peaceful our life becomes instead of running around trying to please other people. You know, the more authentic we get with ourselves, then the more everything settles down. I mean, certainly there are going to be things in our lives that we, we have to deal with it and certain challenges. But the more that we can come from a place that's clear and that we know is our voice, I think the happier we are. Absolutely. And how do you help people discover that or tune into that, Tina? Well, you know, sometimes I think that we forget to take a moment during the day. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes it's hard for a lot of us just to go meditate, you know. But what I like to do or what I like to suggest maybe to people is when you wake up in the morning and you're still in bed and you're in between the worlds where you haven't completely gotten out and you're starting to run around for the day, but you sort of tune in at that moment and ask your guides or ask for any information that might help you during the day that you, you know, set the intention to have a great day, that you take that moment to click in, even if it's just, you know, a minute, if it's five minutes, but you start to, you know, receive images, and, and you don't try and you don't struggle. And if you don't receive anything at first, that's okay. But just to start, that can even be your meditation, and the whole day ends up being better. You know, um, also recognizing, <laughs> do you ever walk through the day and go, oh, my shoulders are up to my ears? <laughs> you know, how did I get so tense? Yes. Yes, and to remember to breathe. I mean, a, a lot of it is simple, but we forget when we get stressed. Is to breathe like three inches below our belly button or to breathe deeply because the deeper we breathe, it slows down our thought process so everything isn't firing at us. So yeah. you're talking about deep breathing, but you're also talking about really tuning in and setting that intention for the day. Correct. And really looking at it. One of the things that I have done is I get sort of an image around that. You know, um, I might get an image of myself very powerful and strong in white light. Yes. And if I see that, I, I usually I know that, you know, the energy's there. Absolutely. And it makes the day a lot more intention-filled, doesn't it, where you're, you're mindful, let's say that, instead of letting things control us all over the place. We might just be a little more grounded if we do that in the morning. You know, um, journaling. What do you find, Tina, when you do your workshops and you're out there in the public, what do you find most people are struggling with? Mm, They're struggling with trying to find some inner peace. Mm. They're struggling with how do I manage all of this, still keep everybody happy, and, and not be unhappy in the process. So it's finding that voice of stillness a little bit where they feel like themselves instead of all the different roles that certainly are important, but they forget what they feel like. And so I, and I also find, you know, I ask, I said, this is a, when I, when I give a lecture, I said, this is a safe space to talk about weird stuff, you know, <laughs> or, or coincidental things that have happened to you. And I'll ask them, how many of you have heard your name called audibly, out loud, and there's been nobody there? And I will tell you, probably about 70% of the people raise their hand. I said, mm. I said that, that is probably a guide trying to get your attention. 
Mm. And the more that you want to connect to that, you can. It's not you going crazy, you know. Yeah. And also, what about the signals when we see something that we were thinking about or something flashes in front of us or someone calls us? Those little kind of signals. Yeah, it's paying attention to those, you know, um, meaning like when those images come in or flashes come in Mm -hmm. before something's happened or just giving you a feeling. I call those kind of like... My friend and I laugh. Instead of emails, we call them Z-mails. <laughs> They're kind of like little downloads of, oh, you might want to pay attention to this, or, oh, look at that. Or, you know, a lot of times I think we'll get repeated messages from our guides or from a higher vibration. Um, it, won't go, it won't sound like our mind just talking and going, do-do-do-do-do-do-do, but it'll be very succinct and very repeated. Like I'll tell a lot of people, how many of you have heard to write in your life like maybe there's a book in you or just write and you know people raise their hands i said that voice will probably still be there when you're 80 so why not just pick up a journal you know? yeah, because absolutely. i think that yeah high information repeats itself to you all through your life and again i think the key to what you're saying is the paying attention and that's where you talk about the stillness yes paying attention and um you know as we look at our schedules during the day, we might look, you know, how much of ourselves are we giving out, which is great, but what are we doing for ourselves? What are those moments or, you know, scheduling in and making a date with ourselves, you know, that, that I'm worth it. I'm worth it to go on that walk in the morning mm-hmm. to center my mind. I'm worth it to not grab that, you know, bag of cookies and stuff it because I don't know what else to do because I'm so stressed out. I'm worth it to go, you know, to the gym. And I think the more that we can schedule things in like that, just write it down instead of thinking it all the time mm-hmm. and prolonging it to the next day. And then we end up it's the next year, right? I mean, we all do it. Yeah. <laughs> we forget about ourselves. Well, and in your book, you talk about the higher self as a wise dragon. Mm-hmm. And that higher self will also guide you to those things, Correct. Correct. It's the, it's that knowing part of yourself. And even if you're not sure what your passion is, you know when something feels right. We all know uh, basically what we should do on some level, but that we're not doing because we're either too something, too busy, too stressed, too this, too that. I say we use those words, that word too a lot. Uh, wouldn't you agree? I, I know when I go to L.A. sometimes and I, I hear everybody going, oh, no, you're, you're too fat, you're too this, you're too da-da-da, and it's just like, oh, goodness, let's take that out of the conversation. Mm. But, yes, that, that very still, wise part of ourselves, we all have access to it. We all have it. Your book is very beautifully illustrated. Oh, thank you. Talk about the illustrations. Mm, I wanted... Um, sort of a fairy tale feel because I remember, and I wanted a hardback book because I remember as a child that those books that um, they were like little treasures for me, the hardback, um, beautifully illustrated book. So Pamela Ross, um, I got connected with her through a series of events, and she sent me these beautiful images and the dragon. I thought he was just fabulous. And, um, you know, little kids seem to like the dragon and, and little boys, even though the story's about a little girl, um, everybody seems to have a reaction to the dragon. Um, and then I had, a, you know, the butterfly is in the book uh, that comes and whispers to the little girl, the little maid, and the butterfly serves as the intuition. It's that mm-hmm. part of yourself that says, of course you can do that. 
You know, I remember when I first started, you know, in the news business. They said, "You, all these people said, you can't do that. You know, there are only three spots available. Who do you think you are that you're going to end up doing that? And that's a big thing to say to somebody when they're in their 20s, you know. And I thought, well, you know, instead of letting it, it, it put me under, I thought, well, I'm going to try. And it doesn't mean, you know, sometimes our goals change along the way. But if you at least set it in motion and you can see the end result in your mind, you can achieve almost anything that you think about. I mean, Einstein said the imagination is more important than knowledge mm. because he knew that that's a place that you create from. Yeah, yeah. And as you said, the key is you have to be able to see it. Right. Um, and, and books like that artist's way help you kind of get back to your creativity or going back to as a child what is it that you love to do? Mm-hmm. What would you do for free? It's not saying mm-hmm. you leave your safe, so-called safe job and just jump into something. But what is it that you would do that you have that you have passion about? You know, would it be helping people? Would it be you know doing you know learning about art? You know, not being afraid. You know, if if I knew I couldn't fail, I would try. Blank is mm-hmm. a great sentence. Mm-hmm. If I knew I could teach fail. workshops to children. You know, yes, sometimes I go into the classrooms and um, I talk to them about good news and bad news and how it makes them feel. And I mean, children are amazing. And and so I ask them, you know, if they want to be good news kids. And, of course, mm-hmm. they, all, they all raise their hands. And I said, okay, so who has something good to report today? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it starts off uh, where one little kid will say, well, you know, I, I didn't hit my sister today. and then someone else will get an idea you know and they'll say well i watched my teacher do x y and z and then it's contagious just like the negativity is contagious Mm -hmm. and then and then i had this most amazing um little kid send me a thank you and it was this card and i thought children are really wise many of them and it had a big heart on it and it said tina your heart never stops growing thank Mm -hmm. you and that was like from the fourth grade isn't that wonderful? Yeah, I carry that with me, and when I get too stressed sometimes, I just look at it, and it's <laughs> like, okay, I go back to here. Yeah. All right, now on that note, we're going to take a break. All My right. guest today is Tina Naughton Powers, and she's pretty inspirational. She's been inspiring others for as long as she can remember, and she's written a book called The Land of Imagination for Children. She is a former news anchor and television producer who decided to start working with positive news and positive things rather than negative, and she is a intuitive and clairvoyant and works with people, and you can log on to her website, and her website is Tina. Tpowers.com. Tpowers.com. So that's pretty easy to remember. Mm-hmm. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about being, uh, being clairvoyant and how we can bring that into our life and uh, some of the issues that a lot of us are facing today, whether it's the economy or whether it's our health or whether it's relationships and uh, how we can be helped by that and some of the, the wisdom that Tina has. You're listening to Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com. And I'm Patricia Raskin. Log on to my site which is patriciaraskin.com. Sign up for my newsletter, uh, which I would love to send to you at the beginning of each month. Stay tuned, folks. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. Ask B. 
the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are, or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, it's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and pundit Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Well, hello, everybody. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. I have on a terrific guest. My guest is Tina Naughton Powers, who is both an author and a medium clairvoyant, and uh, left the world of, of regular traditional media to really uh, help people focus on the positive. She's a former news anchor and television producer. She's authored her first children's book, The Land of Imagination, where we talk about what we can do rather than what we can't do, and she has a gift of inspiring others through her work as really a clairvoyance and her own inner spirit. Welcome back, Tina. Oh, it's great to be back. Great to be on the show. Well, in in encouraging people to call in, why don't you do um, a little reading with me, if you would, and then we'll give people the number May 11th, if you're listening live. You can call us at 866-472-5787, and Tina will uh, tune in and tell you what she gets. Okay. So we're going to do a little mini session with you. All right. And um, only good stuff, Tina. Only good stuff. Yeah. You know what? And that's what. Um, certainly, I wouldn't do this work if it didn't seem to help people. Because, yes, absolutely. Because you know, there's a lot of other things. You know, I tell people sometimes when they're sitting with me because the the stereotype about maybe an intuitive or if you hear the word psychic, you get afraid. And really, psychic just means messages from the soul. Interesting. I didn't but, know that definition. But it was, but but you know, certain people, like in any field, take advantage of others. You know, and this is when, when if you decide to get a session with anybody, and this is just for the listeners, 
you you really want to see how you feel about the person when you're in their presence or you, and and it is always okay to say you know this doesn't feel right or this is scaring me because a, a loving high vibrational reading will not scare you even if there's a correction to be made mm-hmm, that absolutely. Is from your guide. And that's good. That's good. I'm glad we brought that up mm-hmm. because I think you're right. People are afraid, and yet if it's coming from the heart and from spirit, right. as you said, it's always going to lean towards something that we can improve. Absolutely. And so it's the way that something is said. It's the filter that it comes yes. through. And so, yeah. you know, while somebody, you know, somebody once said to me, and she was a great teacher of mine, she looked at, this was years ago, and she said, Hmm, you might want to take a look at a blaming pattern. And this was for myself. And I could hear it instead of, she didn't say, you know, you're blaming people for things that you shouldn't. You know yes, I mean? exactly. And I could go, oh, wow, okay, I need to maybe take a look at that in my life and see, am I putting, instead of taking responsibility, am I putting it on somebody else? You know, it's not about somebody else. It's about me. So it was loving, it was loving advice. But let's do a little session for you, and then, and then of course, we can talk more about this. Um, I do want to ask you, Patricia, have, have you ever done therapy? Because I hear therapist. Um, I mean, meaning that you are actually, like, um, able to administer therapy to people on the radio. <laughs> you know, like a moderate, see all sides. Mm, well, as um, I consider myself kind of an expert in positive mm-hmm. thinking, not that I'm always on target with my own positive thinking, but right. I do because I've, I've interviewed so many people. So I I um, do have a master's in counseling, and I could do the work. Yeah, I don't. I'm hearing, I don't. Like, I advise people, abilities um, and I do a lot of um, kind of marketing consulting, you know, in terms of and understanding what people's needs are and goals. But um, I don't um, don't do it professionally. I'll just know like that they're. I mean, I just get that they're showing me, and when I say they, I want to say. Guides, okay. So, is it is it a group of individuals that helps you in the unseen world? That's how mm-hmm. I. Um, so you see that as as me being a therapist, correct? Yeah. So you have this natural ability of been able to see all sides since you were young. Oh yes, <laughs> which you know can put us in the middle of a and lot of situations. And you know, it's funny that's that's a gift, and sometimes it's not. Yep, because sometimes in the I middle, think that when you so only see one side, and you're so blindsided. May, not that it's good, and I'm not right. touting that, but I think what happens is um, it's almost easier. Right. That doesn't mean it's better, but right. because it isn't, because right. then you're not as forgiving and loving and kind if you only see it one way. Right, absolutely. And um, I also see, do you have an opportunity, because I'm seeing, and when I say seeing, like a little video of you speaking in front of a group. Yeah, I do a lot of speaking. Um, so that there's a gift of communicating here. And where do the words come from? Sometimes you may just have an outline, but you really speak from the heart. Yes, I do. And I'm hearing, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this, that you should be paid really well for speaking from the heart, okay? Thank you. <laughs> so I'm not sure, you know, you're putting out a lot of energy, you're putting out a lot of money, all right, and that it's time for it to start coming back in in a bigger way, and it looks like it's going to. Um, but somehow this speaking is very, very important. And I also, has it gone beyond the United States? Because I'm getting an international. Um, uh, I think it will. It hasn't yet. Okay, because I'm being shown uh, uh, overseas. So there's going to be something that pops up for you overseas in a really good way and mm. an invitation to speak there. Um, and I don't know if you ever had, um, have you been to Italy? I have not. That's a country that I really want to go to. Uh-huh, because I'm seeing you... Um, it looks like I'm in Rome and around those uh, that area, yeah. and that somehow you're going to be doing some sort of a talk there. 
Oh, it's, it, it's so interesting that you would say that because I have, that's the next place, the next country that I want to see. Mm-hmm. I've seen Spain, which I thought is just so gorgeous. Right. And I said, I really just want to see Italy, even if I just do Italy. Yeah, I mean, I just got goosebumps all over my whole body when you said that, yeah. so I don't know. And, and that's something to pay attention to, listeners, too, when our whole body goes, yes, you know. Um, so, again, you know, you had this thought about going there. That's the next place. And so I just saw for you that, right? And so it's a confirmation of something you know, but it can be a cheerleader push. You know what I mean? Going, yes. okay, go. Make yes. it happen. Um, and know that there's work there for you also. Like, yes, you can have it all. Um, I also see a book. So I don't know if you've written or published a book yet. I have, and I'm in the process. Okay, but I process. see that coming out and being also a major part of you getting up and talking, okay? So you, you certainly, you know, you're doing things in a mass way, which is great, so you don't have to do them one-on-one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you're reaching a lot of people at once, which is what a soul, you know, that's a big part of your soul purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I'm just saying that you're working on personal relationships at this point. You know, other things are going, you know, everything is, it's, it's about putting everything in balance, right? Mm-hmm. And what works for you and what doesn't, and... Mm. Um, and I just see you're sort of in the middle. They're just showing me a little bit of static. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're, you'll sort through it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what does that mean for listeners? What does it mean, Tina, when you get static? Okay. Well, I think a lot of times when we get in a fearful state or we keep going around and around about something, mm-hmm. um, it's almost like being in the middle of a radio station that isn't on the channel yet. So so we can't hear. We don't feel connected. Um we sort of feel, uh, let's just say, it's harder for the guidance to come in because we're just so amped up about it. Does that make sense? Okay, it's, what do you call that again? I, I just said we're so amped up about because it. Because there was a word that we used before. Um, the static? The static. So it means, okay, it means that there's like too much emotion around something? Yeah, sometimes, you know, like when I read for people or, or say they have lost somebody and that's their reason for coming or, or whatever it is, Sometimes we can be in, in, in fear and worry and we feel disconnected from mm-hmm. ourselves and from higher power. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when we're, say, in um, a situation where we're trying to get things straightened out, like those buttons can be pushed that we were talking about earlier, and it's almost like it just flares up and they're static. We can't see, like, what is the win-win here? Or how can I win and how can this other person win? It's just sort of staticky in between stations. So that's where we need to take a walk. That's when we need to go to the gym. That's when we need to just yeah. move our body yeah. to try to get that out so that we can receive messages clear. Okay. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, but for you in this book, um, I just see that, you know, you make a lot of connections for people, and that's obvious. Mm-hmm. But to not be afraid to ask in return, you know, you're, you don't ask enough <laughs> for yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, at mm. least that's what I'm picking up. And so that there are lots of people that you, you know, um, sometimes the best thing we can say is help. You know, I'm at this I'm at this level, but I need some help to get to the next level. Mm. Um, and let people help you. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, mm. I, now I have to ask, are you a dog person at all? You know, I'm not. And that's an interesting question. I'm not, but I've thought about it. I've thought about it a lot, and I think about it, and it feels like something that might work, and then I just don't do it because I move around a lot. Right. 
I just feel, uh, you know, I'm seeing a picture of a, a smaller dog. It's yes. not like a great big dog. Yes. Um, and, and that at some point, you know, love from that direction is so great, you mm. know, because it's completely unconditional. Yeah, that's what I've, that's what I've, I've heard. And I heard think that. at some point you're just going to, it's going, this is funny, you're going to laugh and, and you'll have to email me, but it's good, the, the animal's going to come to you and you're going to have the option of going, either somebody says, here, you know, here's a dog here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it needs to find a home. And your initial thing will be like, no! Mm-hmm. But then, uh, I, I guess what I'm getting for you is I just want you to take a couple beats and go, huh, this is interesting how this all came about, that this animal ended up right here and it's being offered to me, you know? Interesting. And so just pay attention when the dog comes in and, um, you know, you can make it work. But certainly, I see like in the next next year, is is that when your book's coming out? Uh, I don't think I don't think it'll be a year, but we'll see. Okay, because I'm getting 2010, so I don't know if that's good or bad. So I don't mm-hmm. know how far along you are. Well, it may also be other things coming through. Okay. Too. So hold on a moment here. Beside a book. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we Tina, are you on the line? Yes, yes, yes. I'm okay. sorry. It was just you know, like when I pause for a moment, and I know radio, it can sound like dead air. I was just getting information, so hold on one moment, okay? All righty. Well, folks, you're getting to learn all about the interviewer, but what I'm hoping listeners get from this is just um, ways that, that you can tune in and pick up things, because a lot of what Tina's saying is very, um, it's not generic, it's specific, but it, it, it's very helpful in terms of when you talked about the dog and how the dog can bring you love and how, you know, if people are lonely or they feel like they need companionship, just consider a dog. So, I mean, look beyond what Tina's telling me to how this could apply to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm also saying, you know, they just I just saw the word big priorities. And, again, you know, this can uh, be multilayered for other people. What are your big priorities that you want to get done? And, and, and letting the ones go maybe that are smaller that we can spend all our time doing. Mm-hmm. But, but if we look at that week, because it, it just says big priorities. That's, and so when I say I see that, I see like a little sign and then that, that says big priorities, and then it switched over to the word trust. Yeah, so trust is always a good word. And on that note, we're going to take a break. Trust is about trusting in the process, folks, and that's what we all need to do more when we have a goal and a passion and a vision, as I do in doing this work. My guest today is Tina Powers, who is really a renowned clairvoyant. She's done readings for people like Clint Eastwood's daughter, and you can log on to tpowers.com. She also has a new book, which is called The Land of the Land of Imagination. And again, tpowers.com. And she left the world of traditional media to really help people focus on the positive. So you're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. If you want to put the pet back in your step, Chad Lafferty says just what you're looking for. 
Dance is life. Life is dance. It's only about dance. It's about moving through life with style, gaining awareness of the never-ending, ever-flowing movement that accompanies all of life's activities. Dance is life. Life is dance. Broadcast every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Radio Network. Be sure to tune in and tap into the limitless healing that dance can provide. Can't stop now. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh, there you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Son, we got to talk about drinking. Uh, I know. I don't want you touching alcohol till you're old enough. Yeah, I, I know, Dad. It's not a big deal. Don't yeah, I know me, okay? And it is a big deal. Underage drinking is just stupid. Yeah, well, why'd you do it? Look, I did it because we didn't know what we know now. Alcohol affects kids differently, okay? When kids drink, it's more dangerous. And you're my kid. And just because they drink doesn't mean you have to. I, I know. I know. Look, son, I'm trying to help. I've seen what it does. I mean, you may think you can handle it, but when you drink, it screws up your judgment. Listen to me. This is real. I, I know, okay? I know. Teenagers know everything. So talk about underage drinking before they know it all. Before they're teens. Start talking before they start drinking. And keep talking. To learn more about the dangers of underage drinking and what to say to your kids, go to StopAlcoholAbuse.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Everybody, we are back. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. And this is your opportunity at the uh, end of the program to call Tina Naughton Powers, right here on Voice America, with me. She is an incredible medium and clairvoyant, and she did a little reading with me before the break, and can give you some clarity. Eight six six four seven two five seven eight seven. If you're calling live on Monday, May eleventh, between two and three p.m. Eastern and eleven and noon a.m. Pacific. And uh, she's also written a wonderful book, The Land of Imagination, which is for children. And it's all about what you can do and what you will do, not about what you haven't done or what you shouldn't do. And uh, it's really inspirational for children. And also, Tina was a former news anchor and television producer who decided that she really wanted to go the positive route, which is what I do in my work. So it's nice to meet a kindred spirit, <laughs> Tina. Okay, tell us about somebody you've worked with or you've counseled. Um, who's working through something and how you help them. Tell us a fun story. Yeah, well, you know what? I, you know, the first one that comes to mind, actually, the circumstances are sort of tragic, but it turned around where at least she could have some peace. And um, uh, I was talking to a woman because sometimes I do the medium work, which means that um, and the energy of somebody who's crossed over can come to me and, 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 I, and I hear them. Many times, and so this woman had called me from Philadelphia, and I'm in Arizona, and she wanted information. Usually, I don't like people to tell me what's happened, so it can even be that much more powerful for them when they receive the messages. But the, I knew that this woman's son had passed, and so, anyways, it, she says, "You know, I, I just, I just want to hear anything from him, anything you get." And 
I heard in my head very loudly, ask her about the ugly orange shag carpeting. Oh. And I'm like, am I really going to, is this real? Like, am I, like, how am I going to say this to a grieving mother? And then, you know, I did learn that you, you give what you get, so it's not my job to censor. So I said, well, you might think that I'm a little crazy, but I need to tell you that I, I heard, I believe from the energy of your son, that he said um, about the ugly orange shag carpeting you have. Mm. And I thought, and I didn't hear anything for a moment. And then she said, I have to tell you, I'm standing on that ugly orange shag carpeting. Um, we're in Philadelphia, and he hated this more than anything and told me to rip it out all the time. <laughs> now, was that an earth-shattering thing? You know, to somebody else, no. But for her, really big. And then um, her daughter was on the other line at the same time, and I said, well, you know, be sure to call me, you know, if you need to talk some more after the whole session was. I said, my number's 888. And the daughter, like, just went, oh! And I said, what? And she said, my... my my brother came to me in a dream and told me that I could talk to him at an 888 number. And so stories like this have happened over and over with complete confirmation um, about there being, you know, more than just this reality. And um, so that, that was very, it, it made me go, okay, keep doing this work, Tina, because even if we can't be in the same world as somebody, um, because we're, you know, who knows what's going to happen, that there's some evidence that life continues. And so in that way, they could at least, you know, maybe help them get through this, you know, until we all see each other again. So for me, that was very rewarding. Well, I think the image of the orange shag carpet. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and another time, you know, I, I, I was on the phone with this woman, and um, she had lost her father, and I said, you know, I have to tell you, I'm really sorry, but I'm seeing this wrench that just came into my... Um, the, on like a little movie, and she said, "Oh, thank God, we 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 buried him. He was a carpenter with his wrench. That was like his life wrench." <laughs> she said, "Oh my gosh, you know this this is making sense." And um, you know, many times names will come through, and uh, but it, it makes me feel good because it looks like almost somebody. You know, we all want to believe that there's something else. I think yes, and that it yeah. matters. And that we're... Well, you know, um, I think that brings us up to the topic of hope. Mm-hmm. I think all of this is about hope, mm-hmm. you know, because yes. when, you, when you can't see that, when mm-hmm. you can't see it, and the light starts dimming, right. that's when you really have the problem. Right. And then you, and then you start, you know, you can fall into depression. Um, you know, when, when we start going, if only, if, if only this would have happened, if only that would have mm-hmm. happened. You know, that can and there are circumstances, you know, yes, that are going to happen. You know, a financial crisis, correct, or a loss, right, through death or divorce, right, or falling out with someone, or physical impairment, or or an accident. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are big things. These are, these are very big things. But when we start to focus instead of what you know, if only and what if, and we get our mind back to what is. Hmm. We can we can always find something of hope in what is. What is is that I'm safe at the moment. You know, I'm here. You know, I have looking at what we have instead of what we don't have. The people around that we're blessed with instead of the ones that have fallen away. You know, I mean, meaning through an argument or so on and so forth. Hmm. Um, trusting, you know, that if we do lose somebody, you know, a lot of people come through in the other realm in dream time. And so I, I, I just want to tell people that, you know, when you have a visitation, you can wake up and almost feel like you were with the person. 
That's another good question for you, Tina, is what advice do you give to people who've lost someone and they want to get information? Do they need to go to a clairvoyant or psychic, or can they pick things up by themselves? I honestly believe that we all have abilities to be able to, it's, it's what, it's that sixth sense that we're told, you know, we're told to kind of shut down, but it's really our compass. And I believe that it's really great to um, pay attention to our dreams mm. and that you know when something feels real. You know, there's a difference between a mishmash of dreams and then an actual visitation mm. where you saw the person, you touched them, and, and that lingers with you throughout the day. Um, you know, many times um, I've walked in and the music is on that my grandfather absolutely loved, um, you know, either on the radio or at a place, and I don't know how it all works, but it's like there's signs everywhere. Mm. Yeah, you take and, that as a sign that he's yes, communicating with you. Yes, start to pay attention to those things, you know. And, they, and when you find yourself going, is that a coincidence? You know, oh, that's just strange. You know, going, you know, the word coincidence really means coincide. Two things mm. that fit perfectly together, not the opposite. What would you like to close our program with? If people get one thing out of the interview today with Tina Naughton Powers on um, intuition, on being a clairvoyant, on teaching our children how to be more positive, what, what's your message, Tina? Our message would be to listen to ourselves. Listen to, you know, we talked about that still small voice that, you know, it might not be overpowering saying what to do next, but to really Listen, if it says paint, you know, maybe it doesn't mean you have to go run off and be a painter, but maybe you go take a painting class. If there's something that you've always wanted to try, you know, you can incorporate it. doesn't mean you have to do it forever, but you can at least give your um, yourself the opportunity to explore. You know, I had a woman say to me once, I thought it was so wise, I said, well, what if, what if I fail? What if, what if I do something and, you know, they laugh at me or, or I'm not successful? And she said, Tina, are you trying to impress man or express God? Mm. If you're trying to impress man, you know, you're, you're constantly going to feel like you're in that comparison. If you're just trying to express yourself, be authentic as you can, and let creativity move through you, you can't lose. Mm. And oh, never, it should be against the law to steal somebody else's hope. And dream. <laughs> and dream. Yes. Dream. It's been wonderful to have you on the show. Oh, thanks, thanks so for much, having Tina. me, Patricia. It's been a joy. Yeah, thank you. Stay on the line. My guest has been Tina Naughton Powers, and her book is The Land of Imagination. She has had the gift of inspiring others as a clairvoyant and ins- inspirational woman who has left traditional media to really help people look at the positive side of life where uh, many times the news is not positive. Tina Naughton Powers, and you can log on to tpowers.com. You've been listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Write to me. Uh, Patricia at RaskinResources.com or Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. I'll put you on my newsletter list. I'd love to do that. Send me your positive stories. We have a positive living campaign, and we want to hear your stories and be inspired, and I'll put them on my website and share them on the air. For Positive Living, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a wonderful Monday and a wonderful week. Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. 
for an autographed copy of Patricia's book, Pathfindings, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to RaskinResources.com. And tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.